0: On this week's XJ Talk Show, there's a lot of buzz about the next-gen Wrangler from diesel
1: options to solid axles sticking around. We'll break it all down in This Week in Jeep. Nikki G calls in the show. We're always spreading that YouTube love, and we find out about Tony being the victim of a recent hit-and-run. We do a little Amazon You Bought What? And due to technical issues, we skip the Wrangler Talk segment, but it and Jeep Mama will return next week. And hey, guys, we announce a new segment for the show and have a lot of good laughs all in the next XJ Talk Show.
0: The XJ Talk Show is for entertainment purposes only. Any advice or information provided on this show should be verified by alternative sources prior to making any changes or modifications to your vehicle. We are not experts, just people that enjoy the Jeep hobby and don't mind talking endlessly about it. P.S. We love you.
1: Bienvenidos al XJ Talk Show, un podcast acerca de aventuras off-road en Jeep Cherokees y entrevistas con los que manejan y mueven el mundo de las carreras off-road. Ahora, aquí están sus presentadores, Tony y Josh. First Week in Jeep. Well, Jeep Wrangler Eco-Diesel might actually be something that comes to fruition. It used to be that if someone wanted a diesel-powered Jeep, they had to physically swap their engine with a Cummins unit in one trim level or another get really wild with options like an old Mercedes or Volkswagen engine. While this is certainly not the most difficult engine swap ever attempted, it certainly can be very time-consuming and a costly endeavor that may or may not pay for itself or even be worth the effort in the long run. But with the recent introduction of the EcoDiesel V6 to the Grand Cherokee and the Ram 1500 line, looks like the upper crust of the Jeep brand and the entry-level Ram workhorse are finally going to get the torque they rightfully deserve. But that's not all, because from the looks of things, there could possibly be some diesel-powered Jeeps popping up here in the U.S. very soon. Earlier this week, it was leaked from someone hidden deep within the folds of Fiat Chrysler that the next-generation Jeep Wrangler will come to market with both the 3-point-liter EcoDiesel V6 and that lovely 8-speed automatic transmission that I hope by now they've worked all the bugs out of while this certainly is not a guarantee by any means such news will still manage to fill, uh, fill the off-road with uh, off-road world with a lot of buzz as this kind of powertrain would be a first for the Wrangler for many a torque-heavy diesel engine mated to an 8-speed automatic gearbox is just what the Wrangler needs to keep up with the likes of its diesel-powered grand Cherokee cousin and distant uncle the Ram 1500 not to mention the off-road performance of a combination like that low gears in the tranny a deep crawl ratio gearbox that Jeep lately has been toying around with in the Trail Chicken I mean Trailhawk versions of the Cherokee and Renegade, and that's not to mention the off-road gain of low RPM torque for days from a diesel power plant. All of this hype surrounding a diesel Wrangler began two years ago when, a company, when company CEO Mike Manley admitted that a diesel version was definitely on the radar. So let's take a look at the potential numbers that we might see with this setup. But in order to do that, we have to look at what's it, what it's doing for the Grand Cherokee right now. According to Jeep's official website, the 2014 eco-diesel-powered Grand Cherokee churns out 240 horsepower along with a solid 420 foot-pounds of torque. And Jeep claims it has consistently covered 730 miles of on-road travel on a single tank. All this, of course, is on a much heavier and much larger platform than what the Wrangler will be. With the potential of an aluminum body, you guys can start to see what kind of increase in the numbers this may have when calculating the power-to-weight ratio differences between the Grand Cherokee and the new Wrangler. And speaking of the Wrangler, the next generation Wrangler is going to keep its solid axles. Next generation Jeep Wrangler due for release in 2017 will keep the floating solid axle design, which we all know is key to the off-road icon's ability to traverse nearly any terrain. The 2017 Wrangler will get some updates to its suspension to improve ride and fuel economy. However, the basic design that allows the axle to maintain traction on all four wheels while navigating off-road will remain as it should. News that the Wrangler will keep its basic suspension design and already uh, will and already has come as a huge relief to Jeep loyalists who had worried that the body-on-frame SUV would move to an independent front and rear suspension to reduce the vehicle's weight. There were even rumors of potential underbody construction. Ah, that is fine for our XJs, but that would be the end of the Wrangler as we now know it. It also comes as a huge relief to the aftermarket industry that sells several billion dollars as in, in accessories each year to Wrangler owners. This according to the Specialty Equipment Market Association, or SEMA, as you guys may know it. A solid axle design means the next generation Wrangler can still be lifted to allow greater ground clearance and larger tires. Vehicles with independent suspension, such as the other five vehicles in Jeep's global lineup, are far more complicated to lift. Some, like the new Cherokee and likely the new Renegade as well, are nearly impossible to do this with. With the news, the design of the next generation Wrangler, which must shed weight and improve aerodynamics to improve its fuel economy in order to meet the BS EPA standards set forth by the government, is beginning to come into focus a little better. The new Wrangler will have a lighter aluminum body, and something we haven't heard a lot about is that it's going to be smaller than the current model. It will have a fixed windscreen with a significant rake to improve its aerodynamics, which means it's likely not gonna look quite as much as the Wrangler we all know and love. It will also come with an eight-speed automatic transmission, and FCA Fiat Chrysler Association CEO Sergio Marcone Marcion rather, has said the next generation Wrangler will utilize smaller, more powerful turbocharged engines than the current 3.6 liter V6 power plant. And of course, that diesel option is still on the radar. Well, now, what do you guys think about all this? Let me know by sending a response to this story or any of the other stories that we've had on This Week in Jeep to news tips at XJTalkShow.com. And, hey, big thanks out there to Steve4.3LXJ and John, pre-runner1982, for helping out with tonight's stories. you got something you think we should report on, make sure you guys let us know. The XJ Talk Show is now available on iTunes. Subscribe and leave a review. Also, be sure to give us a five-star rating. We welcome and look forward to your questions and comments. Dial 530-675-4102 and leave your message on our 24 by 7 voicemail. xjtalk.com is where you go when you're not off-road. And now you can go to xjtalk.com when you're off-road too. Using your smartphone, install the tap talk app, then search for XJTalk. Take XJ Talk with you wherever you go. Jury duty, dinner with your spouse's parents, even, well, anywhere you need your XJ Talk fix.
0: And we get to follow the flush tonight. <laughs> yeah
1: that's something we haven't done in a little while
0: so i'll just mention to everybody uh those of you that are here live for the show are sorely aware of this we got a late start we had some audio difficulties uh with uh the the computer equipment that we used to uh, get tammy's uh well, audio and video the video was working fine the audio wasn't uh not her fault it's uh, uh our fault here mine specifically and uh, we will not be able to have her on the show tonight we uh we really hate that. Tried very diligently to uh, to get it working, but uh, yeah, to totally no avail. He gave,
1: it, he gave it the old college try. A good 45 minutes of just nothing but working on that thing and, uh, and still wasn't able to work it out. Now, we've had some technical issues before. I've had my own technical issues on my side of things before, and, uh, and we've gotten those bugs worked out uh, over the years. But uh, this kind of stuff pops up every now and again, guys. So... Uh, for those of us who are joined, who have joined us for the live show, big thanks again to all of you guys for sticking it out with us and, and having some patience while we work through some things. And uh, hopefully next week, guys, we will have Tammy, the one and only Jeep Mama, back for her this week. Well, not this week. in <laughs> I'm getting my shows mixed up for the Wrangler segment. So stick around for that.
0: Yeah, Wrangler Talk. And we've been having a lot of uh, people uh, like us, uh, like our Wrangler Talk page on Facebook. want to thank you uh, guys very much for that. And mm-hmm. uh, I think I can directly attribute that to uh, Tammy's involvement here in the show. So uh, we, it's uh, all your fault, Tammy. We, we really wish she could have joined us tonight. Uh, <laughs> if it hadn't been for our technical difficulties. So, uh, as we do, we like to let you know who we are. Uh, my name is uh, Tony. Uh, you know me as motoroy on xjtalk.com talk.com. And, uh, I'm not sure if you know me as that on XJ dot com, but XJ talk com is where you can go and uh, watch or listen to these episodes, these podcasts. And, uh, Boy, Josh, we we have really grown in popularity since we've uh, started doing this. Um, maybe a year and a half ago is when we actually switched uh, providers, went from uh, a, a more a, a less expensive service to Libsyn. Uh, it gives us a little bit better quality product and uh, getting the uh, the the audio out to people quicker they they press that play button and it's almost instant, instantaneous playing instead of going to wait that pesky oh, yeah. two seconds
1: <laughs> which doesn't seem like a big Ain't deal to me got time for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly I don't, what is this cheap ass podcast i had to wait two seconds for that thing to start so uh but anyway uh since we've uh, switched over to Lipson we've seen a uh, great uh uh, strides and listenership. We really appreciate that. I, I don't think we, uh, we say that often enough, Josh, that we really appreciate everybody listening. I, I think it's just a given that you know you appreciate if you're putting some hard work in and that somebody actually appreciates it and listens to it, it's uh, uh, that you appreciate it. But we haven't said it in a while and, and I really appreciate it because the numbers have gone, uh, they've gone up tenfold since we uh, first started uh, doing this.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and, uh, you know, guys, these numbers that we talk about every now and again, that drives our egos and our egos are very, very <laughs> important. Uh, you know, so we want to make sure that those get bolstered as often as possible.
0: So if somebody could actually send a, uh, like a, a five-star iTunes review, just simply say, is that thing real? We would really appreciate it.
1: Oh yeah. It doesn't take much, you know, just a little <laughs> comment. And we we'll, we always read those on the air, constructive criticism or a little pat on the back. Either way, we make sure that uh, we're fair and balanced as it were but
0: you can find us over at uh on the 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 thing you kids use the twitter and i'm struggling to say the twitter josh and uh, yeah. you, you can find us on facebook uh and uh we're actually on tumblr too we don't uh, post a lot on tumblr it didn't get a lot of uh, uh positive feedback from people it didn't get any negative feedback just didn't get a lot of positive feedback but uh maybe we'll get josh to start posting some pictures of his uh two-hour trek to and from work uh, each day. <laughs> yeah,
1: Miserable. <laughs> miserable. But well, it's been fair weather here, so I can't complain. I've actually been able this week to drive home with the windows down for the first time in, in quite a while, so that's been a, a very nice relief.
0: Well, being up in Portland, I'm surprised you haven't drowned. So uh, <laughs> let's, let's get over to our voicemails.
1: Hey, this is Tony. And this is Josh from the XJ Talk Show. We want to thank you for calling our 24-7 voice line. Yes, we do.
0: Just leave your first name and your question or comment. There's no guarantee, but we may play
1: your message on the podcast. Oh, and don't worry about keeping it clean. We'll take care of that. Now it's your turn to speak at The Beep.
2: Hey, this is Mickey G, and uh, no, 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 you cannot have a woman on the show and ask her to talk about waxing.
0: Waxing? That is wrong (laughs) on
2: so many levels. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Which uh, level?
2: Next, we're going to have uh, cooking tips. Actually, I think I would enjoy that quite a bit. Cooking tips and recipes. But anyhow, I will chat to you guys later. Have a good one. Bye.
1: So, what's the deal well, with his yeah. audio? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know we had, we had the speak pipe really good one time and then and then uh, back to some uh, some well, poor audio. Well, I, think that's his, a phone. I think his Apple phone is uh, is running out of tinfoil, so yeah, we're gonna have to rerun re- that thing here pretty soon.
0: Or it's reflecting off the tinfoil. Oh, and we got mm. one. We got one more for him. From him, let's see if it uh, if it cleans up.
1: All right.
2: Hey, this is Nikki G. Go, uh,
1: go
0: figure.
2: I know. Call, called in earlier and uh, made a joke about recipes and a cooking segment on the show, and uh, that's uh one of the things I like about the 4x4 podcast is every once in a while Dan <laughs> throws a a man cooking segment on how to make something with charbroil fire, and all that good stuff. But i has got me thinking that uh, once in a while a cooking segment wouldn't be so bad on the XJ Talk Show. Uh, if somebody wants to call one in, I'm not sure you guys would be up for, for airing it. Uh, except for Cantab 27. I, I've got a feeling any recipe <laughs> Wayne has... Starts with a case of beer and ends with uh, barbecuing a rodent or the neighbor's cat or something. Oh, (laughs) jeez. All right, gentlemen, I'll
0: uh, chat you later. Yeah, good one. Bye. Well, I'll mention, this is a good opportunity to mention the other show, Josh, which we we don't do that enough. Uh, Josh and I, and I started it, uh, Josh and I were talking about uh, uh, eating food and stuff last Mm. night, right before the Tony and Josh show. Man, it was every, rough. Every Wednesday night, uh, 10 p.m. Central Time, you can uh, join us uh, over at uh, tonyandjosh.com and, and watch us talk about pretty much anything that isn't Jeep. And you can almost guarantee Josh is going to have a penis story.
1: Yeah, we didn't I've have one yesterday along those lines yeah i definitely dig deep into the gutter for uh, a story or two every week so yeah if you if you guys like some of the weird stuff well tune into the tony and josh show i i, I won't disappoint i promise <laughs> so i was
0: telling my wife tonight those uh, uh we were talking about some jalapeno peppers that my wife had purchased uh, uh oh, fresh man, jalapeno I'm peppers and they were those again they were oh. yeah they were still on the on the uh, counter and i i told her about our conversation and how uh that I uh, you know i can't eat uh, the peppers just by themselves. I might as well just cut it in half and rub it on my butt and let it start burning because that's what the ultimate thing is going to happen. And, uh, I said, I mentioned about stuffing them with cheese and wrapping them with bacon. And after that suggestion, I'm hoping magic will happen and and I'll actually appear one day when I, when I show up in the kitchen smelling bacon. Oh, Oh, I didn't mean for you to make those jalapeno stuffed jalapeno peppers with bacon wrapped. But anyway, so we had a long conversation pre-show about, uh, about the various foods that we have here around the house. It was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We do have a lot of fun on that show. And, of course, we have a lot of fun on this show as well.
0: And thank you, Nikki G., for calling in. And if we could get good audio quality from you 100% of the time, that would be
1: great. <laughs> and you guys can give us a call just like Nikki, D., Nikki G. D? did and does every week. Man, I just cannot speak Mickey, tonight. Mickey it's D. 530-675-4102, 530 530- 675-4102, or you can use the SpeakPipe feature over at xjtalkshow.com. You'll see it there on the right-hand side. All you need is a smartphone or a microphone hooked up to your computer, and you can leave us some great audio. Yep, yep. Now let's get to some YouTube love. Mmm. Well, guys, uh, we are still knocking on the door of 225,000 views. That's an awesome number. We want to keep those uh, subscriptions coming as well. You guys can head over to uh, uh, youtube.com slash XJTalk and find our channel there. Make sure you subscribe and you'll end up on our list. And We pull some names at random out of that list and uh, we will give them a little bit of a shout out every week just to show some appreciation for taking the time to subscribe to us. Tony, who's first on the list tonight? Oh, you bastard. Uh, Angel Guadarama. He actually actually spelled it out for me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Give me a little bit of phonetic help there. Got Jamie Croft. I should have given you that one.
0: Uh, Well, I figured you gave me the first one because it was the first one. And then there's uh, Hector Uribe.
1: Yeah, that's the direction I would have gone. And we got Mega Techno Junkie as well in there. So, uh, yeah, guys, thanks a whole lot for uh, taking the time to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure you guys are checking us out all, all every week and uh, checking out the new, new the new. Geez, I cannot speak tonight. The new content we put up all the time. Well, you're Good you're Lord.
0: still really sleepy from last night. Plus, we're getting a, a 45 minute late start. I imagine. Did you eat tonight? Is your blood sugar low? Yeah, is that what no, it is? I,
1: I did. I did actually get a chance to eat tonight. So at least I got some fuel going. But uh, man, there ain't much else. <laughs>
2: Hey, folks. I'm Clyde, and this is Tommy. From the Pops Boys door House. You're listening to the XJ Talk Show with Tony and Josh. Cheers!
1: You're listening to a 4x4, 4x4, 4x4 Radio Network Podcast.
0: Yeah, I thought we were going to slide right into this. Hang on, let me get the Jeep.
1: Well, howdy, ma'am. That's a nice-looking fire you got there. Well, you know, <laughs> you've been sitting here for 45 minutes. you got plenty of time to build it nice and big.
0: <laughs> oh, now you're just bragging. All nice. righty. So, uh, anyway, uh, gee whiz. You know, Josh, um, I can talk about my hit-and-run incident. Should I talk about you that? You
1: should. I think you should because, yeah, that that's something that was up on our YouTube channel. Well, it is up on our YouTube channel, and uh, and it's definitely something you know, current events and it's Jeep related. and And I know that there's a there's a lot of people kind of behind the scenes that know all about this, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah, I think we should go ahead and just take a couple moments to uh, to talk about this this hit and run. Is uh, and guys, you have got to see this video. <laughs> if you have not seen the video that Tony has posted up on our YouTube channel. Uh, you really do have to check it out. That's YouTube.com slash XJTalk. Go check out one of the most recent videos posted up, um, hit and run, and goodness gracious, the audacity of some people out there, I swear. Tony, give us the breakdown of what happened. Well, let's see
0: if I can do the Reader's Digest version here, which for you those of you that don't know what the hell that means, that means a summary. Anyway, uh, so I'm driving to work, going down a freeway. It's a two-lane freeway, or I said mm-hmm. four-lane, actually, because of both sides. Uh, it's a new freeway and uh, you know the, these bastards in Texas are, are looking to make it a, a nice long toll road I know but anyway um, heading down this road beautiful Friday morning it's been it's been a lot of rain here so haven't seen uh, very much of the sun and just just beautiful clouds uh, the the uh, sun cresting over the horizon lighting up the the high uh, stratus clouds just beautiful and <laughs> I'm in the fast lane. And I'm doing over the speed limit, not much, uh, and probably around the speed uh, speed limit to a, a little faster, as yeah. is the the person that's in front of me, about two seconds in front of me. I, I do the well, I you're roll. just
1: following the flow of traffic.
0: Yeah, and uh, so uh, then this uh, this uh, vehicle actually passes me by, and and I I have, my memory isn't that great. I actually have a dash cam video of it, so that I've looked at several times afterwards. So this is one of the reasons why. I, I'm able to re- recall this thing in, in this kind of detail. So the uh, this uh, this vehicle actually come is coming by us on the right uh, right hand lane and uh, probably going a little faster uh, than we are, a good five uh, yeah five miles an hour probably faster. And then uh, it comes up behind uh, a vehicle that's going slower uh, or about the same speed as us. So traffic starts to bunch up, and then this white Kia comes up right behind that vehicle and gets right on their ass. I mean, just mm-hmm. right on their ass because this freeway, this four lane freeway is going to be, you know, you're going to be able to maneuver and go hundred miles an hour and get exactly where you need to go whenever you got to get there. It's But it's in other words, it's not going to happen. I've, I've learned, uh, very long, uh, from very many years of driving back and forth to work and get in the lane, follow the flow of traffic, don't weave, you know, you're going to get yourself in trouble, as this person did. So, I'm just following along, two-second rule behind the, the vehicle in front of me, and I did not see this, and I think it probably is because of the, the height of the Jeep, the A-pillar uh, it was blocking, I don't know, I didn't see, she was actually, uh, she actually started
1: signaling to, to change lanes, and in fact... I will give her that much credit yeah. in that she did use her turn signal. That's Not saying much because the rest of her, uh, the rest of what she did uh, certainly doesn't get any credit at all. But the
0: turn signal, if you recall, Josh, the turn signal happened almost in exact conjunction with the movement. To switch lanes from the right lane to the left lane, in, in the space. Oh no, that... she
1: was. I'm. I'm looking at the video right now, and she was already in motion of making that lane change before that. Before that turn signal came on. Okay, good. And then I. I love the close up. Oh my god, the close up. <laughs> that was. That was perfect editing right there. Have you seen Couldn't anybody that was better. more
0: surprised?
1: <laughs> no, I, I, look. I, I've got to interject here for just a All second. Right. I, I, this is one of my huge pet peeves: is the use of the turn signal. Uh, aside from that, uh, making a lane change without looking—come on, who does that? Somebody that's texting
0: or uh, picking the right, right song off the phone—you know, they so they can listen to it on their, their their car stereo. I would
1: I would assume. Now, in in the video, I mean, you you were there. I mean, you you obviously saw this a little bit better than 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 uh, than we can in the in the uh, in the video, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I, 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 I couldn't tell if her, if her, you know, if her head was, you I know, looking down at her lap, or if she, you know, if she was, you know, looking over towards the passenger seat or something like that. From that close up in the mirror, it looks like she just turned her turn signal on and started getting over without turning her head at all. Yeah, I you didn't, know, and didn't. She could have glanced,
0: you know, moved her eyes at the the side mirror, but there was no head movement that I could tell, and there was no head movement I could tell like she was looking down at a cell phone or something. But again, she could have just been using her eyes. But, but it was but there was definitely a head movement and a hand gesture uh, although it not be I wouldn't say that it was a, a middle finger thing but I think that <laughs> might be it's just because the uh, the rear view mirror was uh, too small for it to show everything but uh, she was certainly very surprised and I think she gave it a WTF uh, <laughs> whenever she started hearing my uh, my front driver's side tire uh, chewing into her rear bumper that big piece of plastic that they wrap the the vehicles in
1: and it's just a massive black arc yeah. that's across the back corner of that bumper now that and you know great.
0: i'm really surprised how much that vehicle moved my jeep uh we yeah. were we were going over a I bridge or something at the time and i was actually concerned that i might actually uh, go into the uh the concrete embankment uh that was there to my left uh, yeah because you
1: guys yeah had just gotten onto an overpass or something like that and mm-hmm. good lord it looked like you, that like she moved you a, almost a quarter to, to a half a lane yeah um when that when that contact you know happened uh yeah man i think if you were if you were in a stock jeep that that could have ended a lot differently but uh
0: so anyway she um uh she makes some some gestures in the rear mirror and the side rear mirror and uh, the side, uh uh, I go to pull over on the inside or, you know, towards the median uh, for the, well, you the did freeway. the right thing. I went yeah. to, you know, immediately pull over because so we could, you know, make sure everything's okay and uh, uh, transfer information. And if she was saying stuff like, why did you hit me? I'd say, well, I got dash cam video that says uh, th- the opposite. So why don't you just give me your insurance information and we'll call it a day. But we didn't do that. She, in fact, didn't even seem to slow down. Not, no, not. In fact,
1: a, it looked like she ran.
0: <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I, I sped back up when it was obvious that she wasn't pulling over, and uh, I was, uh, you know, catching up with her. I wasn't trying to uh, break any land speed records. I just needed to keep her within sight, and I knew I had the dash cam video, and I probably already had the the uh, the uh, the license plate uh, information, but. I did want to make sure that I had that. I didn't want to, you know, anything could happen with electronic devices, as as we found tonight with the audio difficulties we had with Tammy. Mm. So uh, I wanted to follow her, and I saw her dart off the freeway, you know, do one of those uh, maneuvers that you see often in uh, police chases. So uh, I followed her and uh, got up right behind her. You know, And and even at that, you know, it seems to me a rational person, whenever the bumper of my Jeep is within... Uh, two feet of the back of her hit and run vehicle, that she would say, "You know what? I need to pull over and talk to this guy because this isn't going to end well for me. He can obviously you, see my license plate."
1: Were you making gestures like you know pull over, you know honking or anything like that? No, no I mean, honking, nothing, nothing, no
0: waving or anything. No, no pistol, no, no shots fired. You know uh, <laughs> to pull over. Just uh, at, at the point where uh, she took that U.E. under the the freeway, uh, going back yeah. the other way. Uh, and I came up behind her pretty close, and I figured she could see me. I just took my my hand with my thumb, like you would hitchhike, but just held it up in front of me and went like this, just calmly, like pull over, just just pull over. You know, I understand it's it's some young girl. She's she's concerned. She doesn't you know didn't want to tell somebody that she had an accident. Didn't want it to be her fault. Doesn't have insurance. I don't know. It's not that big a deal. It's not worth uh, running from an accident. And obviously my Jeep is still drivable, so you know, come on, just just pull over. I'm I'm not doing anything to you. I'm not. It's a big red Jeep. Maybe that's scary in itself. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I I don't. Yeah. I mean, it's. I I can't. I can't begin to 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 guess what was going through her head. Because I'm sure uh, she was
0: concerned. I'm sure she was upset. She was involved in that. She had a Jeep in front
1: of her and she had a Jeep behind her. She had. She was in the middle of a Jeep sandwich. So, you know, well, I I can see where some people,
0: some people would like that idea. Uh, But anyway, uh, so she she continues to run and she really floors it going down one of these uh, side streets. And uh, I'll I'll later find out that uh, uh, they, uh, the person that owns the vehicle, and I assume she lives at this place, uh, lives very close to where I've eventually pulled over. So she was actually running home, I believe.
1: Oh, So in, in,
0: in any case, um, I was on the phone with 911 while I was sitting behind her at the light where she was waiting to turn uh, left in the turning lane. I mean, the license okay. plate n- no further than six feet in front of me. And I'm telling the 911 operator uh, that uh, the license plate number, I'm telling, it, telling her it's a Kia. I'm telling her it's a, a Optima, Protege, whatever the thing was. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure I'm saying names that aren't Kias, so don't, don't kill me. I don't know the whole <laughs> Kia line. And uh, so we... The light changes and she makes a, a, a slow turn. I make a slower turn. I mean, it's a residential area, and then mm-hmm. boom, she's gone. And she's she's easily doing two yeah. two and a half times the speed limit. Speed limit was thirty five there, and we were in a school zone at the time that wasn't active, but we were in a school zone. And uh, man, she's gone like a rabbit. And uh, the the nine one one operator is telling me just to pull over and wait for the, the police officer. Like, okay, I think I even on the the video, you can hear me say so just pull over then and they said yeah Yeah. so so i pulled over
1: now interesting so so what happened what happened after that how long did it take for the cops to show up a long time
0: Uh, i probably sat there for uh 30 minutes uh at least yeah because and then i get a call and they want to know where i'm at and i said you know exactly where i told you (laughs) You know, I told him, I told him, I told him the to cross streets, you know, come on. So they basically yeah. had sent him, uh, I, I read the street and it was, uh, it wound up being a South, uh, name of the road and not what was up on the sign or I missed the S maybe the S was small. Oh, I mean, I was, oh, I was okay. driving and trying to make sure that everything was safe, uh, while I was right. driving, while I'm looking for this information. So anyway, mm-hmm. a motorcycle cop finally pulls up, and one of the first things I said to him—it was a cold morning. One of the first things I said to him is, "You must be freezing your ass off on that thing." <laughs> he says, "Not at all. I got five hundred and thirty-eight dollars worth of winter wear, and I'm—I <laughs> don't think he said it's snug as a bug in a rug, but basically that's what he was talking about." Right. So friendly guy. Turns out he's got a a CJ, and uh, I think his. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think he said his uh, his wife has a Jeep uh, as well. I think maybe a Grand or something and uh but uh, they uh, he called in the uh, well he, he called the dispatcher he didn't have the driver's uh, the uh, the license plate number I'd given it to 911 he calls into the dispatcher has him look it up comes back to Alexis
1: mm, and he, that's definitely not Alexis
0: and I'm now I'm getting concerned that you know he, this is the reason why they ran the license plate does not match up with the vehicle and uh, he goes do you recall the license plate number and I said no, I was on the phone with nine one one. I gave it to them. I was sitting right in front of it, and all I had to do was read it off to him. And uh, he said, "Well, these are these are new dispatchers, and uh, it has to go through like three different people before it gets to us." And oh,
1: playing the telephone so game. So the lesson
0: to this people is: it doesn't matter if you're on the cell phone. Doesn't matter if you're reading that license plate number off to a trained professional. Make a mental note. Or write it down. Write it down. Yeah, I was very lucky that I had the video, the dashcam video, because yeah. I was able to go back and review it and get the license plate number. And yeah, it did turn out that it, it did come back to the right of right vehicle and uh, at least the the color, the uh, and the make and model. So um, interesting though, I can you know I hear myself on the phone with nine one one, and I'm telling them the damn license number correctly. Why can't they write stuff down right? if I had not had that dash cam uh, footage, I would not know what the license plate number was. Yeah. I was uh, 100% trusting the police to, uh, to take that information down correctly. So uh, I'm very much like this in in computers. I don't uh, keep a lot of useless information that I can just in an instant, look it up on the screen or Google or notes that I've taken. So when you're out there, on the road and and if you're involved in a hit and run and you're the one that got hit, not running. If you run, you don't remember anything. Uh, just make sure that you make mental notes, uh, do some of those memory exercises where you can uh, use the letters and use them kind of like in a sentence, uh, some words that you would remember. And uh, you just, you know, if you, if if you can safely write it down, uh, write down all the information you can. Uh, It's, it's a bit, uh, it's a bit scary when that goes on. So it's hard to remember things. Uh, even if you're well trained at uh, remembering, you know all the things involved. Now the the well, vehicle n- comes back to a guy, not a girl, not a lady. So no. uh, it's hard for me to judge ages, but she looked like she was, you know, anywhere from 16 to uh, early 20s, maybe mid 20s.
1: Yeah, she was definitely not a day over 25, I would say, and that that even might be pushing it. But uh, I man the. I, I gotta say thank you for the for posting that up and everything. I mean, I, for some people that would be a traumatic experience and all that. I, you know, I get it, but uh, you had some fun with it. You did some creative editing uh, with the zooming in on the uh, on the driver's side uh, mirror, and uh, and we get a really good look at the expression on her face. Good lord! Like, <gasps> how dare you? You know, <laughs> like it's all your fault. You know, it's just priceless.
0: Well, I don't know how the traffic is where you're at, but when people signal Insane. and start coming over you know you have to slam on your brakes otherwise oh, yeah they're gonna hit you so uh i don't know how long this person's been driving but uh i'm sure that they've had uh, had enough experience where if she did know that i was there if she did look and i can't imagine why she wouldn't think that i was there because she had just passed me before she yeah, bunched up behind yeah. those other cars uh even if she wasn't looking you know she should have some mental acuity that, to know that there's vehicles there uh, I think I, I personally just my gut feeling is is that she's just pulled over in front of people before and they just, you know, slowed down and got mad and shook their fist. How dare you, young lady? I'll, I'll get you. And then nothing happens. Well, something happened this time. And maybe you should look next time before you pull into somebody's lane, especially if they're driving a big ass lifted Jeep.
1: Right. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely.
0: And, and for all the things that the, the, the huge ass bumper, the sliders I got on the side of the vehicle. Uh, the the best thing that she could have hit was that tire. <laughs> so, and then there was no contact that I could tell uh, anywhere else on the vehicle, just the tire. And and damn it, Josh, half the, the raised white letters are missing off that tire now.
1: Ugh. Well, they're on her bumper now. Hopefully you go over there and collect them.
0: Some of her, some of the plastic from the bumper had actually come off, bubbled up, and congealed and stuck to the side of my uh, passenger door. I wish I had grabbed that. I, I looked at that and I you know, it looked familiar. Like if you've ever cut plastic with a uh, mm-hmm. a Dremel or something, and you know, how it heats up and bunches up, look just like that. <laughs> so I'm sure that's what it was—the the plastic from that bumper. Anyway, good times, good fun. Uh, no real damage to the vehicle. And if you do go over to, to YouTube.com/xgTalk and and look at that video, hit and run two. Yes, there is a hit and run one that you can <laughs> find on there, and <laughs> and that's a Fiat that ran into me. Uh, not oh, nearly, man, just a magnet. Yeah, not nearly the 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 amount of uh, uh, fun that uh, uh, at least visual fun that that Hit and Run Two was. But you can actually see the Jeep being buffeted by this uh, this uh, little Fiat, little uh, POS Fiat that just literally <laughs> ran into the side of me, and and they ran into the side of me back towards the rear quarter panel. They actually oh. hit the uh, the rear uh, bushwhacker flare. So. Uh, I mean, that's really wanting to uh, run into somebody whenever the whole vehicle yeah, right. is next to you and you go, boom. So I, I don't know what these people are doing. The only thing I can figure is they're on drugs or they're on cell phones. Something. So anyway, that's it
1: for me, Josh. Did you, did you have anything you wanted to add? Anything going on with no, you? No, man. I can Are you kidding me? I'm trying to follow that. No, there's no way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's a late night, so let's move on.
1: Amazon.com and the XC Talk Show present
0: You Bought What? What the hell kind of dang deal is this?
1: Oh, this is some good times right here. Not as good times as a, a fun video on YouTube, but guys, uh, we do have some fun with this episode, as you will see, or as the, uh, with this segment, as you guys are going to see here in a little bit. So what this is, is, is the XJ Talk Show and Amazon have got a nice little relationship all set up. Amazon has uh, agreed to uh, help us out and give you guys the opportunity of supporting your favorite podcast, helping us uh, keep the lights on at the XJ Talk Show Central, as it were. And, and how this works is if you guys head over to xjtalk.com or xjtalkshow.com, you will see an Amazon banner there on the main page. You click on that; it takes you over to Amazon.com, where you guys can do any online shopping that you ordinarily would purchase anything from Amazon.com that you would, everything from Jeep parts to bacon salts to crotchless panties and flat screen TVs. Yes, I said it all. <laughs> so, uh, it, it, you know, it, it, the way it works is Amazon has agreed to give us a small kickback from your guys's purchase. You're not going to spend a dime more; not a single red cent is going to get added to your bill uh, for that purchase. But Amazon's agreed to give us a little kickback and a list of what is being purchased. Now we don't get to see who's buying what, and that's what makes it kind of fun because you guys throw us some curveballs every now and again, and uh, well, we have some fun with it.
0: Yep, yep. Well, let me get this thing started. Uh, now I'm not here to judge, and I'm going to assume you got kids, or you're, you know, maybe not eating as much as you should, or you know, maybe you've been on a diet since uh, the holidays. But uh, this purchase I was should be. <laughs> this purchase was fruit of the loom. Little boys, basic brief six pack.
1: Well, you know, I'm trying to fit into some smaller (laughs) underwear. Uh, I'm, you know, the diet's not working out, so I figure if I really, you know, cinch things down down there, it's going to force me to, you know, drop a few pounds. And uh, I don't know, it's it's not working out too well.
0: Josh, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I think we're all trying to fit into some smaller underwear. underwear. But they're called panties, and somebody's in them. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) So, <laughs> this is, you know, having some fun here. I'm sure somebody uh, uh, thought their, their son uh, needed some underwear, and why not remember the XJ Talk Show, and we certainly appreciate it. But it is funny to see because you don't think of uh, a, a little boy's uh, Fruit of the Loom underwear as being a, uh, an avid listener, but, you know, what the hell. So, uh, as you can well imagine, uh, the color on these are is white, 100% cotton. It's uh, imported. That's a shame. Uh, machine wash with like uh, colors. In other words, whites. No <laughs> reds, guys. You know, believe me, Ooh. I've had lots of pink things in my time, and they didn't start that way. It was only after pink, I washed. tidy whiteys. Yeah, oh boy, that, that would be uh, <laughs> send the wrong signal. Not that there's anything wrong yeah. with that. Uh, so uh, full cut, plush back uh, waistband, uh, six pack available in sizes extra small to extra large. But remember, this is boys' sizes. And, you know, somebody paid anywhere from $4 to $10.99 for these. So, not bad for almost a week's worth. And if you turn the last one inside out, you have a week's worth of underwear.
1: Jeez. Oh, oh, boy. <laughs> There's some college tips for you guys. So, <laughs> I'm going to go the opposite direction here with this one. And and uh, this is a $248 purchase and some change. So, big thanks out there to whoever picked this up. Um, this is the PowerStop K200 <laughs> front and rear ceramic brake pad and cross-drilled slotted rotor combo Kit. This is basically a whole kit to do everything all at once, $250 dang near. Uh, front and rear rotors and brake pads are included in this kit. Ceramic pads reduce the noise, fade, and dust, and so you're not going to end up with those red wheels in the front, as it mm. were. Uh, the components are engineered to work together. That means these pads are going to work very well with those rotors, and uh, those are some pretty badass rotors drilled and slotted. One-click brake kit is everything you need for these uh, for this installation. Pre-matched components are ready to install, and the knuckle-busting cuss-worthy moments are not included in this kit.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I started laughing while you were talking about that. I was—I'll I'll just tell everybody. I was reading ahead, and I saw what Josh has coming up, which—which oh. was which another thing that I had seen. It's funny, so <laughs> so I'm consider this a tease. So somebody also went and uh, spent another uh, close to 250 bucks, 239.98 for a Spectre 9943 nine times. Air intake, air intake kit for a Jeep Wrangler TJ 4.0 liter. So you know this is one of those uh, Spectre air intake systems. On a, on a, uh, uh, it looks a lot like the the system that you'd see on an XJ that goes to the cowl. So you have mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the, the Very similar. Yeah. yeah. So uh, very expensive, uh, very expensive uh, system, but they all are, are very nice. And uh, but this is designed to improve engine performance. Uh, manufactured yeah. from high quality polished aluminum tubing. Includes all necessary boots, clamps, hardware uh, for an OE fit and finish. Draws oh well, this one is a cal uh, induction thing. It is, uh, but for the TJ, draws air from the cal outside under the hood area. Includes performant oh. inline air filter, and uh, the part number is HPR nine eight three three. Because I know you're taking notes, yeah, so yeah, it should be. So the I, I've heard one of the bad things about these cal uh, air intake systems is they can be kind of loud. Uh, since it's right there at the at the windshield, and I guess there's some noise that comes in through the, uh, there the is. air conditioning uh, heating system
1: now I, I had a, uh, a buddy who had the uh, the Thor uh cowl induction system, and uh, in in his ninety eight was it ninety eight or ninety seven? Anyways, he had a he had a late model Cherokee with the cowl induction kit from Thor. Um, a little bit different uh, design than the than the Specter. I think it looks a little bit better personally. Uh, and I've got a story about Specter. I'm gonna have to share with you guys. Uh, let's say, let's say next week, mm-hmm. Tony, if you can remind me about that, I'll share share with you guys a story um, about Specter and experience that I had with them. Did, but, the, uh, um, did
0: the Thor system come with a hammer?
1: Yeah, no, not, <laughs> not exactly. It does come with a cool Damn, sticker, thing, though. Damn thing, I'll make it but, fit. But uh, but yeah, it, it does have a little bit of noise to it, and well, and it's but you know, and that's it's sitting in the driveway, revving the engine. I think going down the road with some off road tires, you're not oh, going to yeah. really notice it. <laughs> if, and you really, off-road, if you got off road, turn the stereo on at yeah. any if you volume. Got, if you got
0: mud tires, you you're not going to hear it. I mean, yeah. you know, Jeeps don't ride nice, and they don't sound. They're all, not all all nice and quiet. They do make Cadillacs and Priuses if that's important to you.
1: So you know this kind of kit, maybe not for your daily driver. Um, you know, unless you really like listening to your radio and stuff like that. You know, there you can't expect a little bit of noise from this. But I mean, don't think of it like uh, you're not going to be able to have a conversation with whoever sitting in the passenger seat. Yeah, so. I just
0: just want to warn you before you go out and do one of these things. It'll be a little little noisier than stock, but stock sucks, and that's why because they they do yeah. balancing between noise, you know, creature comforts, uh, so to speak.
1: But the, of and course, don't the, forget. Friends don't let friends drive stock.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, uh, and of course, the really nice thing about this is it moves the, the water egress or ingress uh, portion up to a much higher level uh, or slightly higher. I won't say much higher, but certainly higher. So now you can go through deeper water before you start sucking the water down into the, uh, the intake and hydrolock that engine.
1: Yeah, we don't want to do that. Trust okay.
0: Me. Okay, Josh. If you've got a pet monkey, what do you buy?
1: <laughs> well, now, you guys know that I typically find some very interesting stuff out of the health and beauty section. And and when I say find, I mean this is the list of stuff that you guys are buying. I'm not pulling this stuff out of thin air. So one of you sick, twisted freaks out there went ahead and took the time to, well, throw us one of those curveballs, which I absolutely love. Yes, so thank you. you for this. And uh, and thank you for that purchase. Now, obviously, this, uh, this, is, uh, this is something. Well, it's, let's, I'm just going to break into it here. It's the DSE Anti-Monkey Butt Powder. This comes in the six-ounce variety at a whopping seven dollars and eighty-six cents. That's right. I did say anti-monkey butt powder. Ideal for ideal for butt-busting activities such as truck driving, motorcycling, bicycling, horseback riding, and I'm not going to go into a bareback or a anything like that kind of <laughs> joke. But and extreme sports may also be applied inside footwear, under sports pads, and other areas prone to chafing absorb <laughs> excess sweat and reduce frictional skin irritation impress your friends and are you tired of that uh, talc turning to paste try anti monkey butt powder today <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, obviously they're going for the 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 giggle factor here in selling this product and i guarantee you this the anti monkey butt i would just have that on have you ever have you or were you one of those people i saw this on seinfeld where if you go to somebody's house and you go to their bathroom and you open up the 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 medicine cabinet to see what's in there. <laughs> now this would be perfect to have up there for <laughs> those those Snoopy friends that come over there and oh, want to yeah. see what's in your medicine cabinet. Anti mutt monkey butt. What the hell? If you have a quick if they quickly leave after going to the bathroom, you can have a nice laugh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, you guys can find this item and all the other items that we have uh, covered here tonight on any of our Amazon You Bought What segments over at xjtalk.com slash Amazon. And of course, if you guys want to get in on the fun, well, make sure you head over to xjtalk.com or xjtalkshow.com and click on our Amazon banner, and we'll have some fun and do some online shopping and help us out, help keep the lights on at the XJ Talk Show.
0: Yeah, great stuff, guys. Thank you very much.
1: We just found out what you bought. Oh my God, I just can't
2: believe that made it on the list.
0: Well, Josh, you know, uh, with with all that was going on, I didn't get a chance to look at the reviews. So uh, I quickly pulled up the site, and we have a new review.
1: Oh, outstanding. I was just going to go into a segue saying we just found out that we don't have any reviews. And <laughs> I was going to go well, did into you, a did you spiel see about how you guys can leave us one. Did so, you see but the prof- uh, Tony has did already you, stepped up and got us one to review to read tonight.
0: Did you see the professionalism where I jump right in there before you get on your roll? Yes, role you did. And yes, it kept you me from that embarrassment. I, I was literally <laughs> the anti-monkey butt powder to, to keeping you from uh, jumping in there and saying the wrong thing. So anyway, a man of many talents, <laughs> this is, uh, this came in on March the 11th. Uh, it is from newbie and, uh, it says it's by Linda one, eight, eight, one, four rating five star. Well, of course it is, uh, new to the whole Jeep thing. And I found my absolute love, uh, Jeep skate is my new handle. And these, uh, guys have a great show. They're easy to listen to fully understandable. Uh, and I uh, can fully really relate to Jeep Mama. Hey, this is the first review that we've had mention of Jeep Mama. I can fully relate to Jeep Mama. She is awesome. And nice. another, another reason why we should have her on the show tonight. Damn it, Josh. Hey. <laughs> you made me stop working on the problem, man. I would have fixed well, it. Well, come on. It, I mean, it would have been tomorrow, point. but I would have fixed it.
1: Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a new laptop, but I would have fixed it. But, uh, yeah, that's great. And uh, so, this, uh, the, the name here, if you want to try to find her, is uh, Jeep Skate, which is Jeep, and then SK8TE. See what they did there? Use the oh, eight yeah. for the, you know, for part of the, the syllable thing there. It's, uh, it's the way the kids do it these days. You know, you're funny, you don't see that on the Twitter that much. You would think there'd be a combination of. Uh, uh, letters for numbers on Twitter, and I don't see that much in names.
1: Well, oh, you know, I remember before predictive text and T nine and everything, you having to uh, oh, to really, you know, yeah. basically take out all the vowels. Auto <laughs> texting,
0: yeah, the autocorrect. Uh, I bet you the yeah. autocorrect takes care of a lot of those uh, numbers oh, for yeah. letters.
1: Didn't and think about uh, that. Sometimes offers up some very good humorous uh, moments as well. It
0: does. Uh, it, it's it's actually been uh, at least a couple of tweets of mine where I would put in. Uh, uh, well, like, for example, just the spelling checker uh, funnies would be, you know, you put in, uh, you try to spell politician. I'm a horrible speller. You try to spell politician and the, the spelling checker comes back with pollution. So oh, I think it makes a lot, a lot of sense if you think about it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm one of those guys. I, you know, I have a hard time spelling. I like I can barely read as it is, but I have to, if I'm trying to somebody ask, Hey, how do you spell politician? I have to write it out. You know, I can spell. I'm pretty good at that, but I can't just off the top of my head. Unless it's like a three-letter word or something like that. I know how to spell Jeep. But, <laughs> hey, four uh, letters. You, you get one of these crazy multisyllabic words, then, uh, you know, yeah, I got to write that stuff out. I, I can't do it off the top of my head. So that would be syllabicals?
0: You, syllabicals. Put the, you
1: put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the slabber it on. <laughs> well, again, this would be the time that we go into our Wrangler Talk segment. And unfortunately we had the, uh, the audio issues uh, with uh, Tammy tonight on our side, not hers. She was ready yeah. to go. And uh, I really hate that because it's always enjoyable to to have Tammy's voice here on the show, but uh, we'll, we'll get her back on uh, hopefully by next week, depending on uh, yep, what next what week for is. sure. And uh, want to uh, just let you know that uh, you're, you're not, you didn't miss something. You didn't black out and, you know you were sniffing your anti uh, monkey butt uh, powder and you, you passed out or anything and now uh, uh, you missed it you didn't miss it we don't have it so uh well that's a show so we're gonna roll the uh the music and uh, say goodnight to everybody josh
1: yep and uh next week you guys might uh, join in uh well we got a new segment coming up with some off-road events happening around the u.s and maybe even beyond i want to reach out to you guys right now if you know of a cruise in a show and shine a, an off-road event maybe a a race or something like that happening in your guys' neck of the woods, well, by all means, you got to let us know about it. And we'll go ahead and put it on the air. And hey, if even if you want to leave us a voicemail telling us about your event, if you're putting it on specifically, let's say your club, local four-wheel drive club or something like that is hosting an event, um, you know, we want to know about it. And uh, if you guys want to let us know about it personally, give us a call, 530- 675-4102. Or if you're a promoter and want to uh, give us a little bit of a press package or just give us the uh, particulars, the who what, when, where, and well, maybe even some whys. Uh, you can drop us a line at news tips at xjtalkshow.com. Let us know about the event going on in your area. Next week, guys, we will be breaking down a few events that are happening around the area or all around the US. And we'll get into that as well. And, of course, you guys can get into the show a number of different ways. You can, of course, hit us up every Thursday, 10 p.m. Central. Join in on the chat. A lot of people in the chat room tonight. Very active. Want to say big thanks to everybody in the chat room tonight. Uh, You guys can find that at XJTalkShow.com every Thursday, 10 p.m. Central. Tony, where else are we?
0: We are everywhere you want to be, including where American Express is. Yeah, oh, I, think geez, I'll, I, I, <laughs> I'll,
1: I think I can do it. I
0: think I would just uh, mention here real quick because uh, I thought I thanked Josh for doing this last week because I'd forgot about it with everything else that was going on. Just want to mention the folks that are in the chat room. We've got uh, James, and who 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 knows where in the world James is. James uh, works for the Air Force, and he could be literally anywhere. On the planet or hovering just above it. I shouldn't have said hover. I'm sorry, Josh. I'm I'm sorry, James. I didn't mean to give give that away. Flying over the surface of the Earth.
1: There we go. (laughs) So uh, we
0: also have the uh, Paps boys. You saw their little promo that they uh, graciously gave us uh, a few uh, months ago. And uh, Jeep Mama, of course, is, is in the chat room watching the show, even though she couldn't be a part of it tonight. And uh, who else is in there, Josh? Did you see anybody else? besides? Oh, Jensen. Jensen's in there. Yeah,
1: Jensen was in there as well. Uh, we had Steve uh, join us a little bit earlier as well. Uh, Rad was in there. We uh, we had uh, yep, see Rad. Was, uh, 98XJ Jeep Boss. Uh, there were some uh, Jeep boys in there. Boy, we had a, a full chat room. Big thanks to everybody for joining us and, of course, putting up with our technical difficulties. Guys, join us again next week. We'll have all the wrinkles ironed out, I promise.
0: <laughs> so... <laughs> There's another anti-monkey-butt powder uh, joke in there. So, uh, yeah, man, gosh, I missed the chat room, Josh, working all that crap and then having to do the show and work the board. That was very active tonight. Thank you guys for being there. We really appreciate it. And, again, really sorry for the delay, but uh, fortunately that doesn't happen very often. So, anyway, we'll catch you guys next week. Have a great Jeep week. We'll see you. On this week's XJ Talk Show, There's a lot of buzz about the next-gen Wrangler from diesel options to to sticky axles.
1: (laughs) Salad axles.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Salad spoons. Leafy greens. You know, my first son, uh, the the first child that I had was a son, and they had to extract him with the salad spoons. And I was aware of the dangers of that when they did it. Man,
1: I thought they just reached in.
0: (laughs) but okay he was stuck and they actually had to use oh, you know the, the the double spoons yeah and, uh, to it was, turn him or whatever no to pull his head to oh. actually literally pull him out and pulling him out by the you know by his head wow so anyway yeah scary scary yeah, uh, especially definitely. on the first child were you
1: were you in the uh in the room for that yeah oh man and uh they
0: uh you know they they often do the thing where they ask you if you you want to cut the cord and i said well Did I chew it in half instead?